Welcome, everybody, to the Seattle Sports Union Podcast. My name is Abraham Deweese, and with me are Brian, the Soul Man, Solak, and Matthew Page. How's it going, guys? What's up? How's it going? Good. How are you? Chilling, chilling. A little bit of illin. How's it going? Good, good, good. <laughs> that, what was that? How's, how's it on the burly side of things? Oh, a little crazy lately, but... It's getting mellower out. Mellowing out, is that the right word for it? Mellow, mellow's good. Tomorrow's Friday, weekend. There, there you go. Bam. Supposed to rain this weekend. That's, of course. Terrible. The last four weeks in a row. So why not this weekend, too? <laughs> hey, exactly. Let's, let's just, you know, we're, we're going to stay consistent. That, that consistency is key, all right? Does <laughs> that put a damper on your plans, Abe? I'm guessing you're going hiking or doing something fun. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> real, 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 Seattle, real Seattle fans uh, hike in the rain. It doesn't matter. Yeah, was, there you go. I was gonna get out, but I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I just don't. I know real Seattle hikers hike in the rain, but come on, like, do they really enjoy it? Do they? Yeah. Are they being no? Do they? No. They do not. Yeah. They just tell us Question it was. Mark? They tell us it was great. Deep down inside, they are miserable people. And what they want to do is just shove it in your face that, oh, we went hiking and aren't we healthy? Shut up. That's what I have to say about this. The way I look at it is, is if you don't go in the rain, then how are you ever going to be able to go? You don't go hiking, Matt. Why are you defending me? No. <laughs> no, I do not go hiking because my knees would not allow me. That's true. But, but. If you don't ever go, if you don't ever go hiking in the rain, then how would you ever go hiking? It's Seattle, come on. Hmm. So, like, what's your We're, thoughts on this? Remember, there I, may be people outside of Seattle listening, so we have to pretend that to continue to pretend that it always rains. We don't go hiking in the rain. It's stupid. It's dumb. I agree with Abraham. In fact, if he's going to go hiking anywhere, maybe he needs to go hiking over to that new Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle and check that uh-huh. check that out. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, the the Lemon Pledge Arena, the shiniest <laughs> arena in all the league. The one with the pizza, the uh, the the Key Arena 2.0 still has the Pizza Hut roof. Uh, <laughs> you know, and still is completely inaccessible by anyone who doesn't live in Seattle, like downtown Seattle. <laughs> but hey, let's give it a fancy name, and that'll fix everything. Right. I don't I, know how to. Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say uh, it's it's not accessible, and I have my season tickets uh, uh, on, you know, I did the deposit, and I'm just trying to think, like, how the hell am I getting there? You know, it, 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 uh, just, it was easier back in the old days when the Sonics, we all knew they were going to leave, and people just didn't go, so I had my pick of the parking spots. But they got rid of all the parking <laughs> spots. People are going to go. Well, Am- think about it. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, Amazon! Amazon does the uh, um, drone drop-off, right? Of packages. Can I yeah. get a drone to pick me up and just take me there? Uh, I, I don't know if they've been approved in the U.S. yet to do it, but <laughs> sure, let's like let's, a, let's do it. Just like a giant eagle, like the ones that uh, that Bilbo Baggins rode, you know, to Mordor. Uh, can I just get a drone to pick me up and take me to rest in peace? Rest in peace, Bilbo. By the way, I mean, oh, Fro- yeah. I okay. meant Frodo. Sorry, but yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, Bilbo died. Yeah, 
Tonight. And from Mordor, not to Mordor. But anyway. Whatever. <laughs> let's, get, let's get over the nerd, nerd. semantic. No, no. <laughs> So here, here I was thinking, you know how there's no parking at all around the area of the Seattle Center, the no, here, well, whatever we're calling it, the SEPA is what we're going to call it. I'm going to call it now. Um, <laughs> so there's no parking whatsoever. So there are a few, like, odds and ends, like, vacant lots that people are going to, like, hey, park here for X number of dollars on game day or whatever, right? You know, because of the limited amount of those, it's going to be, like, park here for $100. Oh, so I was yeah. thinking that the, the cheapest way to go to a game, if you live up north, say, like we do, uh, the three of us, at least, um, Mr. Soul Man here is connected to a, 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 a towing company that occasionally uh, auctions off vehicles. So I was thinking, we, what we do is we buy a vehicle that can barely run for like 20 bucks, drive it down, park it in the middle of the intersection right next to the carrier, and then abandon it. <laughs> it would be cheaper, cheaper just to abandon it and never see it again than, well, than yeah. any other method of getting down there and parking. And there's then we take, take Uber home after you go to the bar for a couple bars afterwards when there's so no true. traffic. <laughs> then th- If you do that, though, I like that idea, but then you need to bring like maybe your girlfriend or somebody with you and put it in her name because we, cha- we do transfer the title uh-huh. within, within 12 hours after we bu- it's bought. But I like your I like your idea. I like your idea though. <laughs> just, just, just leave There's... the car. Just pull up to the red light, and then everyone gets out of the car and walks away. I find <laughs> I find two horribly outlandish problems with your statement, Brian Solak. Why? Problem, problem number one: Does your wife know about this girlfriend that you have? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. And then. Yeah. And then two, I just go by what I see. <laughs> and then two, uh, if 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 I have to get my own girlfriend, I'm gonna have to put a lot of money and time into this thing. You know, now I'm starting to wonder, you know, all that effort that I have to go through to get that girlfriend, I'm she's gonna probably want to go to these games. That's true. Yeah, you're gonna have to buy her a ticket to the no, game too. No, I don't know about that. Yeah, uh, well, and then, and then there's the whole then there's the whole after the game thing when they tow the car and they cut, they track her down. She's no longer a girlfriend at that point. Right, right. So, so it, it only worked for one game. It's uh, not, yeah, you're right. It's not scalable. That's for a way to get rid of her, though. If you're do you have a history of getting rid of girlfriends? You sound like you've thought this through too much. We could, you, could even, you could even pull in the VIP parking area or whatever, and then when they when they complain, say, just recycle it. <laughs> there you go. Back to, back to the name real quick. Who, oh, yeah. who, I mean, I, I get why why the reason the meaning behind it. I read the article, but come on. You think they would have come up with a better name? Did Jeff Bezos' kid name it or what? How would they come up with that? Well, it has to do with a initiative that Amazon runs. Couple, couple years back, they got accused of uh, not being environmentally friendly, so they came up with a program to to deal with that. So it's a good, it's a good faith effort type of thing, and it's not like Amazon really needs to advertise, right? I mean, this is there's precedence for this. Uh, about ten years ago, there used to be a, a bowl game called the Fight Hunger Bowl. Oh yeah, and yep. Craft, Craft Cra- Fight Hunger Bowl. Craft, yeah. Craft was the sponsor of that, but they didn't put their name on it. They just called it the Fight Hunger Bowl, and so you know it's a, 
it, it, it's a thing where like they know that i mean craft everybody's buying their macaroni and cheese i mean they're not going out of business anytime soon amazon you got to order for them we can't go to stores where you know uh we're we're kind of it's it it's a situation where i don't think the company needs the money they get to get the social uh uh, currency of being like the cool kids, the cool company in town. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, th- they probably they probably get a part of some tickets to go with the deal, so they can give them to their employees that work what, two blocks away. Right. Good point. Yep. It's another bonus for their for their employees. So <clears> it <throat> works out. Uh, you know, yeah, it's a tax write off. I'm sure that if they do it right. There's that too. And yeah, uh, and I don't know, like you you. They have a lot, there's a lot of reasons why it works out for them, but I think, I, I think it's irrelevant. I don't care about the names of stadiums that are business related. Um, <clears throat> it, it, it I, I would prefer, I, I, I definitely prefer this over T-Mobile Park or AT&T Park, especially AT&T Park, uh, or, you know, <laughs> you mean uh, Pac Bell Park? or Pac Bell Park or, you know, whatever, whatever company it is. Um, and at Safeco Field? Yeah, they, they all change in 10 years anyway. So yeah, I'm not worried about it. And what's going to really happen, like if we call this team the Krakens, we're all going to call it the Crack House. So <laughs> it, it doesn't matter what the, what the branding says. Fair I, enough. I am on board with that nickname. <laughs> I absolutely hope they are the Kraken now because of that nickname. I love it. I've done a 180 on this. <laughs> now, now that I know that's a possibility and that fans can be called crackheads, I'm, I'm – into this <laughs> yeah let's do it but they need to change their rumored colors from they were they rumored to be like black and red or something like that mm-hmm. they need they need to they need to stop that bs and go to the northwest colors that every single other professional team sports team in the northwest has which is blue and green pick two pick two shades that aren't being used and find a way of making it inventive go neon green whatever that's a crack it who cares <laughs> but they need they need they need to drop the BS and trying to be different of colors. Go go with uh go with the Northwest colors. There's only one city that does that, and that's Pittsburgh. Why, why do we why, why do we got to be like Pittsburgh? Um, what do you mean in terms of all having the same colors? Yeah. What, what's the rationale for the uniformity? Everybody's doing it. Not everybody's doing it. Pittsburgh's the only city that does it. Well, look at this. Look at Seattle. Look at all Matt, our teams. Matt, I, you're saying everybody's doing it, but like there's only one city that's doing it. Uh, no, I'm referring to all the teams are doing it. When I say everybody's doing it, I mean all the other teams are doing it. Okay, so you got the Mariners, you got the Sounders, uh-huh. you got the Seahawks, uh-huh. Sea Wolves. Uh huh. Yeah. But you're forgetting uh, the, the universe, rain, the universe, mist. Universe. The storm, um, the storm, Matt. <laughs> That's the- what the storm are different because they're basketball, and I don't care. Uh, the Sonics had green. Yeah, but we um, they're gone. Uh, and, blue was, and blue was not on their palette. No, but pick, pick, go with one of those colors. Is what I'm saying. Nah, this red and black it's not stuff necessary. is not necessary. Red and black doesn't go with Kraken. I'm sorry, it just U- doesn't. UW is purple and gold. They can be red and black. It's fine. Do you just do you no. just not look good in red and black? Is that your problem? Um, yes, it's my it's a personal issue. It's a fashion <laughs> personal issue. You, you nailed it. 
Not me. Every color shirt I wear is red, so I'm down. <laughs> that stupid cougar red, though. It's not cougars, the- Red Sox, you name it. Yeah. What, what What about that that elusive Baltimore Orioles shirt? Yeah. Okay. Do, you explain, do, do you I need to tell? Yes. Yeah. Our we need to clear this up. Our listeners need to know that we caught you orange-handed <laughs> wearing yeah. wearing a Baltimore Orioles T-shirt with your son on Father's Day. You need to explain yourself, Mister Claims to be a Red Sox. Where do your loyalties Where do your loyalties lie? I haven't switched. If you're asking that, I just when I was in Arizona for spring training before everything got canceled, I was at my brother from another mother's house, and he a couple of years ago he was back in Baltimore for Cal Ripken night where they got bobblehead and T-shirt, and he never opened the T-shirt and. He gave me the T-shirt when I was there. I begged for the bobblehead, but he wouldn't part with that. But it's a Cal Ripken shirt. That's all I can say. I, and I love Cal Ripken. Is it? Believe what you want, audience, but I'm I, I'm still a Red Sox fan. It, it very clearly says Orioles on it. It doesn't say Cal Ripken is amazing. Do, 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 do I need another picture then with the backside? I, will. I think you might. Yeah, I think you do. Okay. Yeah. I think We're going to need proof. Because <laughs> this is a bad... Because, listeners, this is a man who stalked Dustin Pedroia at his home in Chandler, Arizona. I did. Okay. This is a man obsessed with with, uh, with with the Red Sox and a few other specific sports players of the past. But um, Steve Sachs comes to mind. But, uh, um, you know, this, this is a man that's, a, that's supposedly a Red Sox fan and a Mariners fan. Yeah, but now he's now he's wearing the shirt of an AL East rival. I don't know. I yeah, and don't try to nope. go. Don't try to go on Amazon and buy a Cal Ripken shirt for twenty nine ninety nine with free shipping because I'll know. And you forgot my I'm gonna you forgot my cat Pedroia too. You got to you, Matt. That's yeah. That's, that's a good point. I I neglected to mention he named his cat after him. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> I am sorry. All right, so Sorry, Pedroia, if you're listening. She's looking at you right now. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about baseball. Let's go ahead and get into this. Uh, we think they're we think they've got a, an agreement for 60, 60 games this year. Does a sixty game season even count, or do you have to put an sure. asterisk by by everything? Hundred percent asterisk by by every record by everything. So yeah, it does count, but there needs to be an asterisk. No doubt. I think yeah, because it you know it'll just is there an asterisk next to the winner uh, or not the winner but the like division winner of the what eight ninety four season? I think or, like I think whoever better, won the division. I think did, more, did they get a little asterisk? I think a more cogent example would be the eighty two strike shortened season, right? Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Or, were there, 82, were there, 82 or 81? Sorry to interrupt. Either way, I know what you're mean. Yeah, but. yeah. Maybe it's 81. Sorry, I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's 81. Yeah. Um, so were there asterisks next to those those uh, titles? I don't know. If there are, then uh, yeah, be consistent. Um, I, you know, maybe yeah, maybe a note of hey, this was a shortened season, but I don't think I don't think winning the World Series means any less this year than it does on a regular year. Does it? You know. Though? 60, 60 games is enough to see who's 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 really got it and who doesn't. I don't think the Mariners, you know, yeah, they had it like like I mean, okay, for example, like last year, the Mariners shot out to an incredible April, but 
that over a long enough timeline, they fell back to where they deserved to be. And uh, I don't think you can main, a, a team could maintain a streak over 60 games like that at that level if they weren't really legitimately good. So I went to the – Yeah, but then you – Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say about the national in the Nationals last year, they started out crappy, and that was after 50, 60, 70 games, and they turned it around. I, I don't I, – an asterisk needs to be placed by 60 games. I, I don't care if the Dodgers – I mean, I know your Dodgers – if you think no, your Dodgers – asterisks what I'm saying what I'm saying though is the, the other thing to consider is no matter it's a regular it's a regular length postseason at least as far as I've read they're not changing the postseason at all they're not adding extra teams they're just keeping it the same structure so you're still going to have to fight your way through the same level of postseason that you would um, I think yeah put a little asterisk next to the, the season just denoting that it was a shortened season but I don't think realistically, a world championship of this season is necessarily worth any less. But you would say that, Matt. You personally would say that because the Dodgers beat the Yankees that year. Yep. So you're, um, you're biased. I am biased because, yes, because the <clears throat> Dodgers went all in on this season and, and they need to win this season. Yes, I am biased in that regard. But I, I still, I, you have to beat the, play, the other playoff teams to get where to get to the World Series. And you have to beat a very good team in the World Series to win. And only the best teams do that. You know, um, look at, look at like, you know, look at, look at um, Moneyball. If Moneyball taught us anything, um, you know, the things work over the long timeline, but the best construction uh, will win you the last game of the year. You know? And the Oakland Certain. Athletics have never won under Billy Bean. Uh, but They've anyway. never won the last game of the year while, while doing the Moneyball strategy but anyway uh, I, I just want to i just want to bring up uh you know just point out that i'm now a fan of an even even larger asterisk uh if the dodgers win it <laughs> okay <laughs> by the way check out this uh, check out this broadcast crew for the 81 world series which i didn't watch but um but i wish i wish i did maybe i might have to go find the footage it had uh howard cosell it had, oh, yeah. it had uh, Al, uh, Al Michaels, and it had uh, Keith Jackson. That's one heck of a crew. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah, well, definitely. Well, heck, even the, the radio announcers, uh, Vin Scully and Sparky Anderson, might have been kind of neat to listen to as well. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, nothing beats Vin. Sorry, I, I I put him above all other broadcasters. Uh, Dave Niehaus comes really close second. Niehaus is number one, but uh, Vin Scully was on this week in baseball, right? No, it was Mel Allen. Mel Allen. Oh, yeah. Okay, Mel Allen's number yep. two. Then I'll give you. Then I'll give you Vin Scully. <laughs> all right. No matter of personal opinion, I don't care. You're entitled to your opinion. It may be wrong, but you're entitled to your opinion. Wasn't this week in, Matt, you might be too young for this week in baseball, but wasn't that a great no. show? Oh, my gosh. My brother and I got up early every Saturday morning to watch that. Oh, me too. Freaking best show. I can hear the theme song right now, in fact. I'm not going to sing it for you, but I can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the youth of today will never have. That's. Yeah. Exactly. There was another. And the base. Sorry, real quick. The baseball bunch, too. Remember them? 
No, I don't remember that. And now you should look them up. It was like another Saturday show. They taught kids lessons, blah, blah, blah. But like Johnny Bench was like one of the main guys on there. And Lou Pinella. There's a lot of early 80s guys. I I believe it was called the Baseball Bunch. See, us younger folks had baseball tonight on ESPN. This week in baseball was so much better. Yeah, so I agree. Well, there was a glory. There was a glory years for 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 baseball tonight. It's a, it was a short window where it was amazing, and then yeah, it became crap. Mm. <laughs> your your assignment. Uh, your assignment's to watch some uh, this twib they used to call it this week in baseball. It, there you go. It was pretty fantastic. Yes, you should. Yep. Um, it was right up there with uh, what was on. Uh, it was Sunday mornings, I believe, the Don James show. Did you ever watch that? Sunday? I remember that. Yeah. I did. I did actually back when I used to like the Huskies. I did every Sunday up before we went to church. It was on real early channel four, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, uh, I want to say, did Walden have it? Did uh, Jim Walden have a show for a little while? He did. I didn't, uh, I, honestly, until I went to Wazoo, I was never a Wazoo fan, but yeah, he, Walden did have a show back in the day. It was pretty And then cool. they stopped doing that. that. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Oh no, I was just gonna say it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. I agree. Yep. It was hosted this by... week at baseball. The first episode is up on 1977. Is up on YouTube. That's just your... so you know. Okay, that is your assignment, Matt. Matt Page. Yep. Next week you can tell us. <laughs> you can tell us about this, this uh, baseball tonight, and and how it uh, pales in comparison to this week in baseball. You got <laughs> you got to keep this in mind, Matt Page. I only had like four channels when I was a kid. Like five channels yep. if the wind was blowing right from Vancouver, you know. Yep. Uh, so. Yep. <laughs> and then Channel Thirteen came around finally, but that was not till like eighty-seven. I I had Channel Thirteen. Um, we had the antenna with the, uh, so you had the antenna with the two bunny ears, right? And then there's this yep. circle yep. thing in the middle, and that allowed, yeah. that allowed us to get Channel Thirteen K, KCPQ. Uh, yeah. Thank nice. You. Good times, good times. Yep. <laughs> uh, it increased, Matt Page, you don't understand. It increased my total viewing channels from four. Uh, so the three biggies and, and PBS. Oh, no, I had channel 11 too. Okay, okay, so that's six. Uh, but it added channel 13, channel 22, uh, and channel, uh, the other PBS one in Tacoma. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, channel, yep. And then channel 12 out of Vancouver. Rebelling. It was twenty. or was twelve. Uh, the one that had the red green show on it. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, I grew up watching that. I got. I grew up watching that too. All right. All right. Well, this week in baseball, you can you can see what you missed out on. Okay. Uh, All right. We didn't have. Now you need to get that. You need to get that music too. Download that for our podcast. That's yeah. It's, yeah, it's available on YouTube. I saw it. Nice. Just saying. Hey, so what happened with the 60-game season? Did the owners give up? Did the players give up? Or, you know, is there is there a winner out of all this? I think everybody's nope. a loser. Yes, I was going to say that too. <laughs> I, I don't see how any team, any, any the owners or the players, I don't see how anybody won. I mean, this battle went on for three months, and they didn't really agree on anything except for 60 games. They're, so, no, I mean, that's not even agreeable. So, no. Yeah, the 60 games were thrust upon them by the commissioner. They didn't even agree on that. That's right. Um, but the uh, yeah, the owners don't make more money this way. The players don't make more money this way. They lost. They pissed off their fan base. 
Whoa, um, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, Where are you getting that from? Not, well, ask any fans who are watching this stupid go back, going back and forth with me. We could have had baseball a month, like, right. Opening day could be, like, tomorrow or the day after. It could be this weekend, this week leading up to the 4th of July. But instead, they dragged it out. Why? Know. Because they couldn't agree to it. Fans forgive and forget. I, I don't think that's going to be true. Well, they're this. Well, the, th- the the reality to keep in mind here is that this is only the beginning. The real the real fight is going to be happening over the next year because in after the after twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty two. The collective bargaining expires. Labor dispute. Yeah, there will be another labor dispute. Um, from like the minor league contract, which expired at the end of this season. But, um, yeah, so the, I don't think there's necessarily a winner here. The, the owners were trying to maximize how much money they made because they're not going to have fans in the stands, so they were pissed about that, and they're, they've got to figure out different ways to make money. And they were trying to put, like, um, advertisers on the jerseys, and I don't think that stuck around. And then the players were upset because they wanted – well, they just plain wanted to be paid what they were prorated, but they wanted to play more games so they'd make more money. And they're limited to 60. And <clears throat> so, yeah, and then and then they're not getting paid extra. Did I, see that, right? Did I see that right? They're not getting paid extra for postseason bonuses this year? That, that's what I thought I read too, correct. So the players aren't making as much as they would, and the – the owners are not making as much as they want to and are claiming it's, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> they're claiming that, uh, who was it? It was the, uh, it was the Cardinals owner that came out and said baseball's not a profitable sport. And then literally 24 hours later, they signed a like trillion dollar deal with Turner Broadcasting for the, <laughs> for just the A or the LCS or the LDS. One we'll of those. We'll yeah. Okay. You got to think about this. Technically, he is correct about the profit. He used the word profit. Um, yeah. But, you know, they, they, these these sports teams, they all cook the books to uh, to make it look like they're not making any money. Well, they have to share the revenue, too. So, yeah. So as little as whatever they, they make, it's taken out of their pockets, too. Yeah. As little as they have to share, they will. You know, so it's, um, it, it, yeah, I mean, the player salaries count as, uh, as, uh, over, as overhead, right? Um, same with running the stadium and whatnot. And they just, they manipulate the numbers so that it looks like they're not making any money because they know the big money is to be made when you sell the team. Yep. Don't forget the players who are not going to be playing this year. They're going to lose now. There's going to be a few players that are going to sit out for health reasons or just because they don't want – to get the COVID virus, I mean, that sounds like to me that they're going to have a huge pay cut. They, they aren't going to get paid. Yeah, they're not going to get paid. They have the ability to opt out, and and if they opt out, then that there's no there there won't be any actions taken against them. But they won't be able to play for the whole year, and they will not get paid. Ouch! That's I get um, it, but ouch! And if you join That's the league and normal. you play, but you come down sick, there is a separate D. Uh, does, disabled list that it that doesn't have a set number of days you have to be on it it's not like a 10 day or 60 day dl um there's just a dl for covid infected people and and you can go on that you're, you would you would be getting paid because you're an active player and you you know put yourself at risk and you got sick 
Um, but if you choose to stay at home for this season, they can't take any action against you, uh, but they don't owe you anything. So you talk about the COVID thing, which I understand, but what if Mookie Betts were to get tested for COVID when he goes to the ballpark for game number 20, and won't they have to sit out all the players and quarantine them all if he's been around them? I mean, that would kind of screw your guys' season just like that. The idea is is that uh, he would immediately go on that list. They'd test everyone around him, and anyone who came up positive would also have to go on that list. Yeah. I realize. Uh, I also. Sorry, go ahead, Dave. Oh, I realize this is a podcast, but when Solak asked Matt that question, <laughs> I could imagine a smile on his face. Oh, hey, Matt. <laughs> it'd be a shame if Betts got the, got the COVID. Right? It would really suck if that great player that we traded to you, uh, you know, had something bad happen to him. And, <laughs> Your season sucks because of it. No, that's a shame. But seriously, though, I mean, why why would they even have to test other players? They should be quarantined for two weeks. I thought there was, like, if I go to work and I get tested, then, I mean, I know they'll test other people, but I thought, I guess it's just your family has to be quarantined with you, right? Whichever you're living with. Maybe I am. I don't understand. Well, no, them. I mean, if you're not, if they don't, test, I mean, if the team doesn't, if you don't test positive, you don't have it. I mean, it's that simple. And you, and you usually have it for a few number of days before you show symptoms. So they, you know, you could not be showing symptoms and they test that they test it and they find out the whole bench has it and they put everyone on the, on that DL. Okay. Okay. And then, well, and then, yeah, then they're quarantined until they get some positive tests that they're, that they're over it and they're fine. I would assume. Well, Mookie, better be careful. <laughs> oh my God, wow. that sounded like yeah. a threat. It's, yeah. hey, it sounded yourself, like Mookie Betts. Sounded, you might like get Mookie. Pillars. I got my eye on you. <laughs> go on, Abe. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Go on. Sometimes people they they go to the ballpark and they get the COVID. <laughs> and they get the COVID. It happens. And you gotta watch you out. Gotta watch I mean. out. Oh, to our listening audience, this this is don't, don't take us seriously, okay? <laughs> All right, for the listening audience out there, you. You walk around with no face mask. You might get the COVIDs. Uh, but anyway, the uh, <laughs> I thought I thought that was an amusing joke, but never mind. That seemed I, to, I did. That I seemed did. Like I did on it. <laughs> I chuckled. I chuckled. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it sounded like a threat. To Mookie. It was <laughs> it really like, wow. Did. It really did. I mean, he really. <laughs> I think I think he really hates Mookie now that Mookie's not wearing a Red Sox jersey. I think that's. I think I think he feels like Mookie betrayed him. Red Sox you know? really. Red Sox really come out of this well, don't they? I mean, they basically get. This season was a uh, a dump, a a dump a season, right? Yep. So yeah, and and Alex Verdugo, who was the key piece that they got in the trade, hurt himself in, in the original spring training. He is now healthy enough to play, so he won't have missed any time. Actually, he's penciled <laughs> in for right field. Yeah. I'm excited. And so I think, it's worked out well. And I think for the Mariners, this works out as well. Right? Mitch Haniger should be ready, right? Well, there's there's uh, that, and then there's also you can cycle through your entire taxi squad of sixty players if you want. Who cares? That's helpful. This season doesn't matter. <laughs> True. Let's put some let's put some fun players on. Let's put Jared Kalenic and uh, and um, uh, Julio. Julio. And who else? Um, anyone else fun? Let's just rotate them on in. Hey, hey, we just signed Emerson Hancock today. Let's let's throw him on it. Why not? <laughs> we just for those who don't know that's the guy we drafted what two weeks ago <laughs> first overall sure why not i mean like yeah, yeah. a little early but why not 
What's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to not make the playoffs again? It's, yeah. All right, guys. So Major League Baseball has instituted a fantastic idea. And uh, boo. Don't boo. Don't boo. You Wait, haven't heard what I, 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 I said. I know where you're going. I, could I, was have waiting, said, I was waiting for it what it was before I booed it. That's, that's I what I was, was going to say, it, okay, first of all, Solak, you don't know what I'm going to say. I could have said, hey, Seuss Montero was going to come through ice cream bars at everybody. <laughs> and that would be funny. Like I I'm on that. board for that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, what I was going to say is that Major League Baseball in extra innings will have you start with a man on second. This is a great idea, right, guys? Boo! <laughs> okay. No, Jesus, no, okay. Montero here, throws ice, Jesus Montero throws ice cream bars. <laughs> Everybody loves, but uh, yeah, okay. And they are delicious. Yeah. Um, no, okay. So he, 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 here's, here's my two cents. I am actually, surprisingly, I am okay with it on this one-year exception. Matt, explain, and the reason Matt, Matt, can you explain explain to the listeners what the rule? Yeah, yeah. Explain the rule. All right, the rule is uh, we reach extra innings, and a game and a game goes to the tenth inning, and it's still tied. What will happen is the player who was out uh, last for the team that's at bat, the player who is out last in the bottom of the ninth, will then all of a sudden start at second base as a base runner. So then it's more likely that the team will score. They have a greater up greater chance to score. And it potentially leads to a quicker ending of the game. Uh, the idea is to, to shorten the games in that regard. Now, it's been in, it's been instituted in the minors for, what, all of a season now? Um, and it, it's had some mild success, and it makes sense in a developmental set, it, uh, league where you're, you don't want to run out of ar- bullpen arms and you don't want to overstrain your pitchers because they're, they're young and they're, they're learning still. Um, but in the major leagues, it's a dumb idea. However... In this one particular season, with a shortened schedule, and it's game after game after game after game after game, and they, they've got to keep moving in order to get all the games done in time, um, I am okay with it. But it better not become the standard rule, and it better not stick around forever. Okay, so Matt's for I, it. What do you think, Solak? I'm against it. I think it's <laughs> dumb. It's stupid. It's it's a waste of time. I get it for the minor leagues. I hated it last year for the minor leagues, but I get why, like what Matt was just saying about the pitching, blah, blah, blah. But because it gets, I really hate the fact that we see Aqua Sox players pitching. I mean, they always run out of pitching. AKA Juan Camacho had to pitch last year and Cash Godfelder, if I said that name right. So I get it with the development of the players and the running out of players, but not the major leagues. They've changed too many things already in baseball. I'm not a fan, and 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 it's not because Abe's for it either. I I say no, no, no. (laughs) It's not going to speed the game up this year. That's that's a stupid idea. Oh, I think it will speed the game up. I mean. I think the question is, does it do any, is there any significant net add to it? Um, and because how, no. how many games really go to extra innings? Not that many, right? Well, if you're a Seattle Mariners, it's they have like. It's something like 15%. It's something really high. It's higher than you think it is. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I think, um, I think I'm a fan of that. I think, a, go ahead. 
Well, I was just going to say real quick on a side note, um, I, the, uh, the, the Lookout Landing, by the way, they have a projected article that just came out two hours ago. They have a projected 30-player 30, 30 taxi squad. Guess who's on the taxi taxi squad? Emerson Hancock. <laughs> well, might as well. You just short- anyway. Yeah. Um, no, it, 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 the idea mm-hmm. is it shortens the, the, the extra inning game so that the players can get the sleep they need because the very next day they've got to be at the end of the game. There aren't, there aren't going to be as many, there aren't going to be as many days off in this season as there are normally because they've got to cram because for some reason ownership is obsessed with the fact that they cannot play baseball games into November ever under any regard whatsoever, no matter what the end of the world will happen if baseball games play into November. So they have to get done with everything in October. And so in order to make that, they have to really cram these games in and there aren't going to be as many days off. So the idea is let's just end the games and this way you end the games faster. How are... and, I, I, and I'm only on board for this season. I can't say that enough. So, so when Kenley Jansen blows a bunch of games because of the stupid rule, are you going to still like it? Why would Kenley Jansen be he in? Could, uh, he could be. Why not? It could have been a close game and they were behind and they came back your Dodgers scored four runs in the ninth to tie it, and then in the top of the tenth, whatever. Kenley <laughs> Jansen comes in to keep the game close because he hasn't pitched yet because you guys were behind. I could see him blowing several games just for that reason. Are you going to care? Now, why aren't you attacking Austin Adams for this same situation? I mean, because he, because he's mayor. He's 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 coming back from an injury, and who who knows if he'll have a good season like last year? They expect him to, but why can't it's a freaking Seattle. It's the Seattle Mariners. I don't care about the stupid <laughs> Mariners. Well, I thought you did. I thought you were a Mariner fan. Come on. I'm a Mariner fan, but I don't give the it. They're, they're, they're the worst. They're the worst team in baseball, though, that's right not, now. And then that's not ooh. true. You wore the T-shirt. Of the worst team in baseball. No, that's debatable. The, the Marlins are pretty, pretty bad too. But <laughs> yeah, um, and the and the Tigers, Matt, you know, they have a lot of good prospects. Well, yeah, Matt, at least the Tigers have a they have prospect. Yeah, but far, far, anyway, Matt, yeah. I thought the question you were going to ask um, Solak is, can you even name the Mariners closer? <laughs> that was the, yeah. I should have I should have started with that. It's either him or the Asian guy that they got from the from the Diamondbacks. They signed the offseason. He's the other chance Yoshi, for me. Yoshihisa Hirano. Thank you. Hirano. Hirano. I just call him Yoshi. Yoshi. Sure. But yeah. I'm, oh my god! I'm so disappointed. The last twenty years, even the Diamondbacks have done a better job of putting together a team year after year than the Mariners. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I depressed myself just now. Um, a question about speaking of uh, foreign foreign national players, how does the re- recent political and COVID climate play into maybe athletes who can't get into America to play? Like the Toronto Blue Jays and their entire organization that can't <laughs> sure. come and hope. And play. There's that, Good but point. I was, but I was thinking about uh, recently, uh, some countries are putting travel bans to America. So what what happens there? Well, yeah, Maybe. like 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 to like Canada with the Toronto Blue Jays, like I was just saying. Oh, are the Blue Jays um, not? Is Canada not? They're, having, I, they're having they're having to get the, the Blue Jays are having to get special waiver in order to come to the U.S. Oh, okay. 
and then they don't know if they're going to be able to play in Toronto this season because they'd be crossing the border a lot. And the prime minister wants to keep the border between Canada and the U.S. closed because, well, we're not exactly stopping the corona spread here. So they would have to pull like a, nine, what was it, 90, 96 Mariners where you have to play the rest of the season on the road? Yeah, or apparently people are there. The, one of the big suggestions is maybe they play in Tampa, Tropicana Field when the, when the Rays are gone. And I'm like, gee, great. It makes them play on the worst possible stadium in the freaking league. That's just. That's not fair. <laughs> to be fair, they might get the same amount of fans to show up to the games. Oh, that's, that's a good point. There might actually be more Toronto fans in Tampa than <laughs> Rays fans. Um, uh, so what, what about tr- making trades this year? Is that kind of worthless? Yes. <clears throat> I would say it depends upon the trade because if you're like the Reds two years ago, and you were, yeah, and you went, and you got Bauer for two years, and you got you know other players, and you built for two years. You know, you built the future in mind like that. Then it wouldn't necessarily be a bad deal because if you're building for next, not this season, but the season after, it makes sense. But our Both. team's gonna do. Our team's gonna do that. You think they're gonna want to trade their? I think. I think there'll still be some shuffling. There'll still be some some rearranging of deck chairs on the Titanic and. There will be some prospects that might get changed hands, but nothing, nothing too major, no. Okay, okay, Cause, yeah, because the season starts near the end of July, and what's the trade deadline? August thirty first. Yeah, they think they're pushing it back to August. Yeah. So not much of a sample size there, but I get what you're saying. Um, <clears throat> so I know Matt. Yeah, is... I, don't, I don't. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Finish. Finish what you're gonna say. I was just gonna say, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Necessarily, I mean, they're not going to be any big blockbusters unless there's a player that's like the end of his big contract, like a Mookie Betts, who's going to be the big free agent next year. You know, maybe God forbid, you know, somebody comes down with it and the, the Dodgers collapse because of COVID or whatever, and they come to the deadline and Mookie is sparkling clean and healthy, and somebody can use him, and the Dodgers aren't going to be able to resign him. They've gotten that feeling for him or something. Maybe they maybe they trade him, but I don't think there are really going to be many many of those. So I put the fear in you that someone in your Dodgers might get COVID. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I, I, I I'm afraid you're going to infect them. I mean, <laughs> keep you away from LA. Trust me, I don't want to go down there. You know, I hate our state right now, but that's another topic. <laughs> that's even the worst state, yeah. Um, yeah, no, you go to Chavez Ravine, you might get the COVID. That's. Uh, that's what Solak's thinking right now. Um, and a little stabbing to go with it. Well, stabbings, oh my God. You, can get a, you can get stabbings any year at a Dodger game. Um, well, I hope well, our... <laughs> it'd be complimentary. You get, you get you get the COVID, you get a little COVID, and then you get a complimentary stabbing, too. Why not? <laughs> well, you're there. I mean, you might as well. It's free. Oh, I can hear some of our listeners freaking out right now. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> If, oh. So there's going to be like a, a player who's going to win the Cy Young with only 12 starts, right? I was kind of thinking about it the other day. I'm like, Garrett Cole, like Felix won with what, 14 wins? We're going to get a Cy Young winner with like eight wins, aren't we? Probably, yeah. Another reason, asterisk, another reason, yep. And yeah, and I... I... I tend to I tend to think that the teams will err more on the caution of pitching counts this year than more than normal. <clears throat> oh, okay. So um, I was and think- that they'll pull they'll pull them earlier. In other words, so less less chances of wins. In other words, 
Oh, okay. So when you were wrong, Matt, Paige? What's wrong? Which, which, which time? Well, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. When you were wrong okay. about Noah Syndergaard going to the Dodgers. Very wrong about that. Completely wrong. Um, uh, you're actually... I don't recall being wrong about that. I recall saying I would be psyched if it happened, but I don't recall making a declarative statement that he uh... would be going to the Dodgers. Yeah. Did and you? by the way, it might still happen. He isn't a free agent yet, and when he's a free agent, he might decide to go sign with the Dodgers. Okay. Isn't that... he? Isn't he getting Tommy John though this year? Oh what? yeah, yeah. It's yeah. His season's over. Don't worry. Yeah. So, so, so that cliff that you're on, you're backpedaling, Matt. You might want to watch out. Um, no, I'm, I'm just say... saying. I did not say that he was going to come. I said it might happen, and mm-hmm. I would be awesome yeah. if he did, no. and I would buy a jersey if he did. You That's said, what I said. You said when. You didn't say if. Uh, whatever. The anyway, point is, I mean, you never even let me get to my point. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> so when you said he will come definitively, uh, not with any question mark or any <laughs> any caveats at all, um, uh, that that would make the that that would make your day, obviously. But I mean, it, it it's kind of a it's kind of a case now where like teams that didn't go all in this year probably benefited, right? Yes, I would say that the Dodgers kind of got screwed by this whole situation because they don't get a full season of of Mookie and they're still paying for a lot of David Price that they're not getting. And they gave up Verdugo and two high-end prospects for that. So I and need to, yeah. So, so I need to revisit the National Solak. Yes. I know I know I I know they lost Rendon, but I mean like it's kind of a good thing to lose him this year, right? Because you can still get uh, Yeah, with that pitching that they do. I mean, I, their offense is still decent. I guess it depends on if, if they come out go out to a slow start like they did last year. Last year, they were well under 500 for a while through June, and then they turned it around. But, oh, I mean, but I they could still win it all with just with that pitching. I mean, like, like I said, they, in the short season, they have enough talent to where they should I don't see why they don't have a chance to compete for it. How do you guys like? Well, that? yeah, they, it depends on if Carter Keyboom develops as fast as they are hoping he will. How, how do you guys like That's the Yankees like, this year? I oh. never like the Yankees. I never like them. That, 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 <laughs> that, that, that doesn't enter in the equation at all. Um, in terms of what do I think they will? How do I think they will perform this year? Which yes. I think is what you really meant. Yes. Um, I don't see a contest. I don't see them seeing any trouble winning well okay are we doing we're doing our schedule within just like like the ALS and the NLS and the AL Central and the NL Central and the ES yes. and so forth but are they still divided into their own divisions like that or are we doing it separately in within those big conferences or whatever I don't think what, the schedule's been released has it no but what I what I was told was there, there are five divi- five teams in each division right so yeah. So, so, so the divisions are staying the same. The schedule is just different. Yeah, what I was, what, what, what I read multiple times is they're going to play ten games against each of the team in their division. So that's yeah. forty games, and then then the National League East will play the American League East. Um, the okay. other twenty games, like two at home and two on the road. Oh. Yeah. So I, so okay. So I was just making sure. So they're still just in the AL East. They're not. I don't think the Rays are really going to mount a, mount a challenge on them this year. I, watch for next year. 
Um, and the Red Sox, obviously, this is their year off. So yep. uh, I think the Yankees are easily going to win that division. Wait, you didn't, and, talk, you didn't talk about uh, Solak's favorite team. I said, uh, I said the Red Sox are going to take this. this no, this. the Orioles. Oh, the Orioles. Yeah, yeah. The Orioles are the worst team in baseball. They have, <laughs> they have two prospects, and their two prospects are the number one overall draft pick from last year, and then whoever they picked, what number two or number one or whatever this this year, and that's their two best picks. I don't know, oh, yeah, I, that's a, what's such a load of crap? Even they don't numbers. have any anyone on their <laughs> major league roster. Name, let me know. Let me know name, when it's my turn. Name five players on the Baltimore Orioles twenty-five man roster right now. Brian Solak, without looking on the internet. Hang on, that's not uh, five fair. Players. That's not fair because if you ask Mariners fans, they can't name five Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> I would take some time, but I could probably come up with five. Yes, <laughs> Trey Man Trey Mancini, who's out with cancer. Best of luck to him. Prayers go out to him this year. That sucks. That he's going to lose his salary. Um, then he got. Uh, Davis, their first baseman who can't, who got paid two hundred million plus dollars and doesn't know how to hit the ball. Um, yeah. You got, uh, the, I can't think of their baseman's name. Uh, he had Wait. a lot of home runs. Uh, Caleb Joseph is a catcher. I do remember him. So there. Of course, <laughs> of course the catcher would remember the catchers. <laughs> um. Um, doesn't Brady Anderson still play with the Baltimore? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, Billy Ripken. Um, Kyle Ripken. Did you guys ever see that trading card of Billy Ripken, by the way? No, I'm not. Oh. Yeah, he on, on his trading card, the, I want to say, 86 tops card, um, he's got his bat handle facing towards the camera, smiling, and on the bat handle in the circle, it says F. And I'm not saying the full word, but it says F you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I did not know that. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. Want- um, back to the, I want to, I'm sorry to interrupt. I want to answer that Yankee question. I oh, think yes, they're going to yes. win it out. They're, they're going to win it out. Right. They, they're the most, they benefited from this, from this COVID, the delay in the start of the season. You got John Carlo. Don't call me Mike Stanton coming back from injury. Um, you know, you should go back to his old name. I think John Carlo's, a lame name, but that's another topic. Wait, uh, Aaron Judge. What? That was his. <laughs> Look at me in my controversy tonight. I know, oh boy. <laughs> Aaron Judge, who's the face of the franchise, he's back healthy because he started. He would have started out the year injured. Uh, Aaron Hicks, their, their starting center fielder, is, is now healthy, coming back from Tommy John surgery. I mean, these guys are set. They're all healthy now. They can stay healthy. They're gonna. I know they play in a tough division, but they're gonna take that. I, th- I think Tampa Bay is going to compete, but I think the, the Yankees are going to run away with it at the end. So, guys, uh, Shohei Otani, um, do you just tell him not to pitch this year? Um, wait, before before we get into that, I want to just point out for the record that he did not name five Baltimore Orioles the 25-man <laughs> roster. He said Brady uh, Anderson. That was five. Ah, uh, Brady uh, Hickok. Brady Rick, Dam- Rick Dampsey, Rich Dower. I remember all We're those moving guys. on. We're moving on. <laughs> Mike Boddicker. It's too late. We're moving on. Back to your question, Otani. Uh, so, Otani, do, do you have him just pitch or no pitch? Is what you're saying? That is that is what I'm wondering is because it's a short season, why not just uh, tell him you're just a hitter this year? 
Well, they went all in on, on getting, what's his name, Rendon, in the offseason. And he's still young and he's supposedly healthy. Why not use him for his full effect? Well, I'm asking I mean, you why. Me... You're not supposed to say why not. You're supposed to say there's no risk of injury, that kind of stuff. <laughs> no, I, I, there's always a risk of injury, but I think the, the reality is, is that you, you, you pay, you, you sign the guy to do a, to do a job and I don't see any real, I mean, yes, it's a shortened season, but you, with the shortened season, you have a real chance at potentially putting together a, you know, a streak of 30 games where you're amazing and making the playoffs. So you have a better chance this year than, than any other year of making the playoffs. Go all in. You already, I mean, you went all in this weekend, this, uh, this week, this weekend, this off season, and you got Anthony Rendon. And, and that gives Mike Trout finally some real protection in the lineup. And then you got uh, Joe Adele coming up and playing uh, in right. And, I mean, that, that's going to be some serious offense when, when that pans out. Um, you you, you got to add the pitching. And so you need him pitching. Because who else do they have on their pitching, pitching roster? Solo? Seriously. What do you think? I, I get what you're saying with your question, but they, I was reading online today. Madden's actually announced that Otani is going to be playing. He's going to be pitching. They're going to go to the six-man rotation. That's their goal for the entire 60-game season, and it, it fits in perfect for Otani's you know, pitching schedule, what they wanted him on anyways, and then every other game he's, he's supposed to be DHing. So, I mean, I, I get it, what you're saying, because maybe they shouldn't pitch him just because of the short season and he's still recovering, but – According to Joe Madden, he's ready to go and healthy enough to they can make this happen. There was an article. Yeah, there was an article. About, got, go ahead. I mean, you got. I mean, look at their look at their pitching staff. You got Tehran, which was a great signing, and I I have to give him props for that. You got Heaney, and then I, you got Otani, and I mean uh, Bundy and Canning. I mean. I don't know if that none of those any of those players are really you know postseason caliber or get you to postseason in 162 games. Well, but Al Bundy did score four touchdowns in one game, so there was that. <laughs> um, but <laughs> fair point, fair point. <laughs> but uh, I, I got a question. I got a question about this whole thing. I was reading an article on the Athletic, and it just, I just I was banging my head on my desk because uh, when I was in a boring conference call, and then two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> too. Um, I, I I just thought you know like as I read through it, they just lay out basically everything the Angels did right to get Otani, and it was kind of damning about the Mariners and everything they failed to do. Um, the problem with the Otani recruitment was that no one really knew what he wanted. No one really knew what he needed, and the last thing I read was. He still hasn't said why he chose the Angels. Oh, he, I could tell you why. I could. He, I, he, I have he that answer it. here. Yep. Breaking news. I have that answer. He chose the oh. Angels because uh, he hates Jerry Depoto, and he was happy when the Angels <laughs> got rid of him. <laughs> and and so, so that's why he went to the Angels because he didn't have to deal with Jerry Depoto anymore. So. Yeah. I, yeah. I what was the real reason? Uh, and it just had to do with the, had to do with the presentation from. Uh, uh, Artie Moreno, the owner, and uh, Mike Sosha. It, they they were personable. They were charming. They, you know, uh, they just presented. Well, yeah, but yeah. 
I mean, the, the, the Giants, I mean, the, the, you look at the West Coast teams and what they sent. I mean, the Giants, Buster Posey went. That's a Hall of Fame catcher who's going to catch your pitches. You know, and Buster Posey's a nice, an eloquent speaker and a nice guy. They got, I mean, the Dodgers sent uh, Kirsch and Turner and Taylor uh, along with along and to, to talk to him about the winning aspects of being in a, the Dodgers. And, you know, I mean, other teams went all out. I mean, they I were sending so. their best players and putting a boot foot forward. I don't think so. Because um, Otani said that he saw something in the Angels presentation that nobody else did. So and that's. <laughs> okay. What was that? Do we know? Was, yeah, Artie Marino. Sh- Artie Marino said no mas Jerry the photo. I kid you not. <laughs> no. What do we? Do we <laughs> that's my point. My point is we really we really don't know. We do know it's in the article in the athletic. Go look at it. And what I'm saying is, it, it was a better presentation than the Mariners. And I just no, no. Of... You're saying you're saying he saw something, and I'm saying what was the something? Mike Trout. How's that? There's your, there's a good answer. That's a good answer. Yeah. What? <laughs> I like I like your answer better, Soul Man. I, thank, I... thank you. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that's the actual truth. That'd, that'd <laughs> that's the thing. That's my point. Is that we don't really know the real thing. Yes. They made it. Maybe they they obviously made the best presentation because he chose them. Well, but the, what the was angels, it about seeing presentation? The what angels they, understood his personality, and they presented based off of based off of his personality. That's that's the crux of the matter. I I, I don't have I don't have the recording of what what they said, uh, but that's that's what Otani said. You weren't, you weren't there, and I'm go. I was not there actually. No, I was. Uh, I, I was I was busy yelling at uh, yelling at Corey Patterson uh, that day. Um, well, Corey Patterson had it coming because he was Lever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I just want to bring this up, you know, that losers who look at stats can see that the Mariners have the worst pitching staff in baseball. But people with brains in their head don't need the staff to know that the Mariners pitching staff is, by God, probably one half note above the Orioles. Convince, convince me that the Mariners even stand a chance to win this Astros World Series. No, <laughs> I, I don't think I. I, 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 I no, I refuse. That's probably the best question. <laughs> I, I mean, the the players that we put in the field, we can't even get any offense. And then, I mean, I would be happy with all of our last, last two year, two three seasons, all those draft pick pitchers, but put them in the everyday lineup. But we still would suck because. We don't have any power on the team, and this this franchise is terrible, and it's going to be for a few more years unless they keep this core young kids together. There, there's no way I can convince you, Abe. I, I don't think anybody in the world could convince you, not even Jerry Depoto. What about Matthew Page? Convince you that the Mariners can make it to the playoffs? Yes. But Matthew Page would have to believe that himself first. <laughs> <laughs> And he doesn't, and 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 well, and and isn't even. I mean, I we only have, in my estimation, we have one and a half major league pitchers on our roster. Okay, two and a half, because Austin, because Austin Adams is a bullpen. <laughs> um, two and a half. So the two, the two are obviously Adams and Marco Gonzalez, and the half is Taiwan Walker, because I'm not sure he's totally back to healthy and, and a full pitcher again. Uh, Kikuchi, I'm not convinced is a major league starter. Sheffield, I still don't think he. I'm, I haven't seen anything above Double A that actually impresses me. And Graveman is an off the scrap heap. One, you know, 
let's see what happens kind of guy, which I, I have no problem with as a fifth starter. But none of these players jump out as a rotation that makes me confident. I, I like that we have made a bunch of draft draft picks in the last couple of years to, to shore up our pitching and starting pitching specifically. And I'm excited about some of the guys that are coming, but they're not here yet. And in the meantime, our team sucks. Well, on that positive note, um, <laughs> I just want to—I just want to tell everybody out there: check out the Seattle Sports Union uh, YouTube YouTube site. We have an interview with Brent Hall, my former boss, and he is a hydroplane racer. And we did a nice little interview with uh, Brent Hall, and just talked about you know some of the some of the goings on this year as. He will not get to race in Seafair, uh, as Seafair has been canceled. Uh, so, like you said, you got to watch the interview. Do, do you have some thoughts on that? Oh my gosh, this guy's amazing! I was so impressed. I watched this interview a couple times, but I'll, I'll I'll watch it again. The guy, his enthusiasm alone for what he does for a living, it just makes me want to go back and start watching hydroplane racing again because I watched it as a kid growing up. I'm not just saying that; just for you guys to go watch it. He, he, this guy's true. Brett's truly a, a legit guy. Um, I'm surprised. He says he's a hugger, so I'm surprised I didn't kind of scare Abraham there for a bit. But <laughs> that scares me off even without COVID. Yes. <laughs> but, but no, I just. He, he said he hopes there's another Brett out there that he can convince. You know, I mean. What did he say? He's the second African American ever to be, to do the Seafair hydroplane. Yeah, yeah, I believe. Yeah, I mean that's awesome. And then then the fact that he loves Sade. I haven't listened to Sade in years, and I, <laughs> I, I that was so cool, man. No, I mean this, this guy, and he, he loves his fans. He loves interacting with them. I mean, he he's gonna he knows there's not gonna be a season probably any the rest of this year, but he's he's gonna do his best to get out there and interact with his fans, and he's thinking of ways to make the future better and, you know, get them involved, whether it's, you know, taking a fan out on, you know, on a boat ride, see how it is, blah, blah, blah. I, I want to meet this guy. I told him that on Facebook. Yeah. We'll, it's we'll interview guy. him again later this summer and I'll, uh, I'll make sure you're, you're on that. Please do, man. This guy's what, what a cool guy, dude. Yeah. Please go watch that. Uh, Matt, you remember Brent Hall from AT&T back in those days? Uh, vaguely I do. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy's a call center, a call center manager, director, I'm sorry, director. And, and he, uh, yeah, by day he, I think he's with Premier Blue Cross now by day he manages that call center up in Montlake Terrace. And then, you know, on weekends and summer, he gets in a hydroplane and goes 200 miles per hour on the water or not on the water above the water right technically <laughs> yeah above the water yep <laughs> yeah and we'll, we have that interview and we'll have other great interviews as well um coming out on youtube and on seattlesportsunion.com uh do you have any shout outs this week solak I, again i just pl- please go out there and support our our local everett aqua Sox, all you everett fans man they, they really need the support right now go buy some of their the jersey i had or whatever just go check them out I'm, everybody says we need to order out and support the restaurants. Well, go support this team too because they're a huge part of our city of Everett. So, check. I, I say that every week, but there's a reason why I say that. 
great. It's, uh, it's just, it's, yeah, it's especially true this season with no gate fees and so forth financially. They're going to be kind of hurting. So, yeah, definitely exactly. check them out. Exactly. Great. Well, on behalf of Brian, the Soul Man, Soul Act, Matthew Page, and myself, Abraham Deweese, I want to thank you all for listening. Check out our great articles on SeattleSportsUnion.com. As well, check us out on Twitter at Seattle Sports U and like us on Facebook. Just look for Seattle Sports Union. Have a good, great day, everybody. Good night. Take it easy.